<laughs> life could be stressful. Life could be stressful if uh, you got too much on your plate, too much in your hands. If your eyes are too big, or eyes are bigger than your stomach. <laughs> if your eyes are bigger than your stomach, you put too much, <clears throat> too much on your plate. You want to do this, you want to do that. But you're supposed to do this and that. So you need a little routine. Some people don't have a lot of routine. They just go as the weather goes. The weather does just whatever it wants to do. The wind will just blow whatever way it wants to go. Some people just wake up five minutes before work and they run out of the house. So other days they have a big breakfast. And other days they don't even get out of bed all day. Maybe smoke some pot. Maybe they, another day they're just healthy on vitamins only. Exclusively protein shakes for three days. Good food. Going for a little jog. And the next three days they get drunk. And struggle to get out of bed for ten minutes. With ten minutes left until they gotta leave out the door. There's no routine there. There's a routine that there's not a routine. Like the weather. And then they stress when things come up. They're like, damn it, I ain't got time for that. Or I gotta squeeze it in, or I'm always late. You know what I mean? How many people do you know to have a stress-free life and they're just like, everything's easy? Well, I could tell you how many people act like that. And then you get behind closed doors with them people and they're demons sometimes. I remember reading a book about a year ago by Jordan Peterson. What was it called? The 12 Rules to Life? 12 Rules of Life or something like that. And uh, he talked about routine in there too. Routine is very important, isn't it? So Jordan Peterson was saying something basically like, well, you've got to have a routine. And every day, get up and make your bed. And brush your teeth, you know, take your vitamins, get a good routine, and start cleaning up, you know, your own backyard. You know, cleaning up your own life before you try cleaning up and trying to do something else. Because if you have a bad foundation where you start at, then when you go out and try to make another foundation, yeah, it might look good for a little bit. But, you know, the foundation is, is rough at home. So you got to make it good at home. Make your bed. Get a routine. Be healthy. Start a routine getting healthy. And everything will just fall in place. Just stick to the routine. Just work on getting a routine. That's what Jordan Peterson was saying. Which is kind of a cool book. Some people hated it. I think, um, what's his name? What's that guy's name that wrote the book, Sapiens? Yuval Noah Harari, I think it was. Sapiens was a cool book towards the first three quarters of it. I think towards the end, I didn't really like it so much. It was okay. But he wrote another book, and I think he, it was like trying to counter probably Jordan Peterson's uh, Rules of Life book. A more of a uh, liberal guy perspective. I didn't read the book, but I assume it's pointing the finger at a lot of people. I assume. I guess I got to read it before I knock it. The Yoval Noah Harari, which is a gay Iranian dude, if I'm not mistaken, that moved to Canada because he couldn't get married in Muslim territories, but he's pointing a finger at other people. But anyways, but he did write a good uh, bestseller book. It's like an atheist perspective. I think he's more a spiritual kind of guy, like Buddhism type thing um, that he talks about in his book. But, I mean, I guess both authors, I mean, either way you want to go, or if you even want to read both of them, it's a cool you know, um, insight into routine and, and going about life when it's, you know, got to be defragged, I guess you say. Routine is important because if you have a routine every day, you know exactly what time you're going to get up, what time you're going to eat. Not exactly what you're going to eat, but it's a routine. So, you know, you're not rushing every single day because you know every single day you're going to wake up at that time, you're going to eat that and you're going to go to work and you're going to do go to school and do whatever you're going to do. And then your routine is when you get home, you take the dog out, you water the plants, 
and then you get ready for dinner and all these kind of things. So when other things come up, you say, well, at 6 o'clock I eat, or 5 o'clock I eat, and I don't get home until 3 o'clock, or whatever it is. So you know everything becomes easier when there's a routine. I used to work at jobs that they just start whenever they wanted to start and work to whenever they wanted to work to. It's hard to plan things when when things aren't working out as planned, you know, in life every every single day. It's kind of rough. It's easier to plan things out when you have a routine and then when you have a couple hours free within those days or within the weeks or whatever it is, you can say, well, these couple hours I'm free to do whatever the hell you want to do. We go fly a kite and throw it up in the air and if it disappears, oh well. The wind does what it does. But then by 9 o'clock, I want to be ready, brushing my teeth, getting ready for bed. It would be great if everything worked out that way, but sometimes it doesn't. So so I get my regular thing I do every single morning. I wake up about any time between 3.30 to 4.30 in the morning every single morning. I got my coffee black, my vape cigarette <laughs> from blacknote.com. I get dressed, and I have my time, and I read a little bit of news, and then I take off every single morning. But when I get back... I sit in my chair and I drink my coffee again, get another, and I eat whenever I eat and I go see whoever I want to see whenever I do. I have a dirty pair of socks that's next to my guitar amp over there in the corner. I washed a couple of dishes that were in the sink for a couple of days, basically all glasses. We never leave food in the sink, but it's not so organized. I seen my buddy a couple hours ago at the store. He says, man, I haven't seen you in a while. Where you been? I said, I've been busy. He's busy doing what? I said, I don't know. Life. Well, what's that? I don't know. It's being lazy, I guess. Staring at the wall. Reading books. Being in myself. I wouldn't mind getting out sometimes. But I'm so overwhelmed with all the different things I put on my plate. All at one time because my eyes are too big for my stomach. Or bigger than my stomach. I want to be an astronaut, lawyer, scientist, fireman, and president. All at the same time. And guitar player. And historian. <laughs> Maybe an acrobat, too. All at one time, every single day. I'm going to try every single day to do that. It's impossible. Putting too much there. I know that. A jack of all trades and a master at none. I guess it could be worse. You could be bad at all trades and just okay at some. Well, if you keep jumping at different things, I guess some people need to concentrate more on one thing. Or maybe one or two things instead of 20 or 50 different things. So after work, I don't have a lot of routine. Like this podcast, I just do it whenever I do it, or whenever I feel like doing it, or I'm just, sometimes I'm lazy. I was thinking, ah, oh, maybe I'll just do a little bit, just to put one out every single day. Ah, sometimes I don't even do that. Sometimes I'm just so tired, or just so lazy, or want to do something else. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Or if I'm not going to do it, I shouldn't do it. What? Okay. i got to start saving money by going shopping and buying food, you know, every every other day at least. And the grocery store and cooking. Or getting some kind of routine to get that so I don't waste so much money doing that. And get a little bit more routine reading the news, getting up to date, and being able to put it on a podcast. Get a little bit more routine because I haven't been in routine doing that. And sometimes it's overwhelming when you get up to the point when you got to do it. You're like, God damn it. All right, I guess I'll do it now. It feels good when you finish it, but it's not routine. And other days you're just like, damn it. Damn it all. So I try to do this podcast. I in, um, Initially, I wanted to do it every single day because the whole reason for it was because there's no news that I'd like to hear on the radio. There's some of it, but for a whole, you know, usually hour drive to and back, I'd like to hear something I could learn about. 
or something that's interesting rather than crazy stuff that you know you know what's on you know regular news channels so initially i was going to do it every single day just just throw out some headlines just throw out headlines and if you want to look it up later you can look it up later but just give you a whole bunch of headlines you know this happened in texas this happened in california this happened in uh syria um i'm not going to talk about what donald trump had for dinner or what he said on twitter I'm not going to talk about what Robert De Niro did in his past life, and I'm not going to talk about Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old little girl who thinks about climate change. Although I already did make fun, a little bit fun of it, but I had to. But I don't sit on every single day. When you turn on the news, it's the same thing every single day. Right now, go get a newspaper. Go turn on the news. Turn on CNN, Fox, whatever it is. What are they talking about? Impeachment every single day. And there's multiple articles out about it. It's just like, come on, give me a break. This is just a soap opera. Just tell me what happens at the end. What laws have passed? What big things have happened in Oregon? How's the immigration stuff going? Is North Korea throwing missiles out? Um, how's Obrador doing in Mexico? How's uh, the protest in Chile? How's the protest in Hong Kong? Hong Kong right now, they're fighting for democracy and they're fighting for rights. and They're right, f f fighting for, I think, the Second Amendment, too, that like we have here in America, uh, the United States, um, the right to bear arms because of um, if the government wants to take over take over and you know run us to, to the ground and we have we have guns uh we have a way to defend ourselves in china they don't they have knives and cocktail bombs and a language that's very hard to understand or learn so i'm going to try to do a podcast at least twice a week it's easy to do it on the weekend like on a saturday or sunday and then have it ready by sunday night to come out at midnight for monday morning and then just one a week, I don't think it's good enough because people aren't going to remember once a week. Oh, yeah, was that last Monday? But so maybe I'll try to do like two a week, like one at Monday. First thing in the morning when they wake up, then you'll hear that podcast. And then one more, say, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. And if I put extra ones there, then I do. And I'm still talking to people about doing interviews. That would be a cool thing to do. So that would be like the third one of the week. So as of now, I'm going to try to do every single Monday morning new podcast and Wednesday or Thursday with possible interviews in between. So keep a lookout for that. Now let's get to it. Let's get to the news articles. Oh yeah, you could you could um, search for me on Twitter, Manambo, Manambo News on Twitter. And you could also look me up on um, CastBox, Spotify, Anchor, Beaker. And supposedly they, they said that uh, my podcast went on Apple. There's another podcast thing I use, but I haven't really uploaded to it lately. I think that one goes to Apple. But I tried searching on Apple for my name, but it wasn't there. I don't know how it works. So, But anyways, the ones I just mentioned, that's where you can find me. So anyways, let your friends know if you like this podcast. Because I wouldn't do it unless somebody was hearing it. I would probably do it on my, on my own at home. But And if you don't like it, share it with your friends. And you could enjoy hating it together. Listen to the way he talks. It's terrible. Listen to what he's talking about. It's terrible. You guys could have great fun together hating it. I would sit with you. It would be cool. It would be fun. We could throw, like, milkshakes at the speaker. All right. Now time for the news. Share the podcast. I'll be coming up on a YouTube soon. I think. Possibly. So anyways, right now it's just exclusively audio. Share it. Share it with your friends. Or your enemies. Be like, I hate you, but listen to this. This reminds me of you, you jerk.
course, anything I look up on the on the news, it, everything I get to weed through the uh, impeachment stuff, the quid pro quo stuff. You do this for me, and I'll give you some money for that. Okay. I don't think quid pro quo is um, illegal in itself, but if somebody says that because it's it's this for that, because it basically means that it's you give me this and I'll give you that, well, exchange for whatever it is. But if somebody says, hey, if you don't do this for me, then we're going to bomb you or or not protect you or something like that. Maybe not protect, but you know something in you know if they don't do it, then they're going to be in trouble. Now that 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 might be illegal, that might be a little bit more illegal. But anyways. I'm not reading any of that stuff. It's all soap opera stuff. What I did notice is that uh, Trump said that one of the articles I saw was um, that Trump wants to raise the smoking age to 21 years old. He doesn't want to, but there's there's a video on uh, there's a video on uh, the talks they had last Friday, and they only show you really small clips of what Trump said. Everything's really edited out. So, of course, you don't know exactly what it said unless you find that exact video because they just cut out little parts that they want. And basically, he said, if we ban e-cigarettes, what's going to happen is people are going to get them illegally from, from wherever else. Basically, like any other drug that they, they did, uh, marijuana or um, the prohibition back in the day on alcohol. He says, if we put a ban on it, then it, they're going to get it, you know, behind closed doors. They're going to get it. They're going to get it from other places illegally. We're going to have a new illegal thing that we're going to be putting people in jail for or writing fines for, Trump said. From the little bit of that was edited, that's what I heard him say. As far as the rest of the article goes, I don't trust it. But that's the talk around town. Trump's like, let's not ban it. Oh, I read another article last week that said that Trump didn't want to ban flavored e-cigarettes because a lot of people, not only children or kids or teenagers, smoke um, or vape fruity flavors, but adults do too. And if we put a ban on all e-flavored uh, e-cigarettes, then the people that smoke those probably won't vote for Trump. Or they might not vote for him. They might vote for somebody else because they're like, he took away our cigarettes. I could see that. Because there's a lot of people that do vape. And there's a lot of people that are not sick that do vape. And uh, I know somebody that's been doing vape for over seven years. And they're not sick doing it. Not slightly. Not even a little bit. And they do it all day. At work. At home. Everywhere. It's crazy. But anyways, they want to get they wanted to ban flavored e-cigarettes, the fruity flavor ones because that targeted children or kids, teenagers. Basically people under the age of 18 years old. That's how we say that they're kids. I know some 18-year-old kids that are easier to talk to some 38-year-old people. But then again, vice versa. Some 38-year-olds don't get out much or they get trapped in a cave. The whole thing that started, I did a podcast, a couple of podcasts um last month on vape stuff if you didn't hear it basically the whole thing started out years ago when vape first started com- coming out um there was something in vape that was called uh, diacetyl diacetyl is a is a chemical that they used in popcorn factories that used to, some kind of sweetener they put on to um microwave popcorn or something like that yeah i'm almost positive microwave popcorn and and a lot of people in the factory got sick from the that stuff that was in the air from it and uh it filled their lungs up and with some kind of with that chemical and that chemical produced something that they I forget the name of it but they called it in short popcorn lung and now they put it in vape cigarettes and not now but five or six years ago they put this diacetyl stuff in a lot of different um vape flavors and uh people said well it's just the stuff that makes the the ingredients was just the stuff that makes the the vape and then there's the flavoring and that's it so it can't be harmful for you not worse than cigarettes and then they got this popcorn lung and they're like it is terrible 
So all the companies, I think, I think diacetyl might be illegal to put into vape. I'm not sure if it's illegal, but most companies took it off. And if you read a lot of vape juices that they sell at stores, um, a lot of them would say no diacetyl um, added. So it's like no sugar added, no corn syrup added, no soy added. You know how you see that in different places? Or organic, chemical free. Well, you see a lot of that in vape now. There's a lot of them, a lot of them do that now. And then there's still the premium ones, like BlackNote.com um, from California that use actual tobacco for flavoring. They don't use any chemicals because some chemicals, they make up to 200 different chemicals to make that flavoring. And what are those 200 chemicals? You have no idea. It's just called flavoring on the ingredients. Well, you don't really want to put anything in your body that's, that you don't know what it is, especially 200 different chemicals. I tell my friend... Uh, He's a, he's a, he's a soy boy, I called him. I told him, I was like, why do they got to put soy in everything? There's soy in chocolate. I find soy in almost lots of different ingredients in the store. You just can't get away from soy for some reason. It's put in everything. Next time you're at the, the supermarket, look at the ingredients to all the different things that you buy and see how many of them have soy in it. I think America's the number one producer of soy, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe it's, maybe not the one, number one producer, but it's, Maybe the number one product in America, I, I think I read. But that doesn't matter. What is soy doing in the chocolate? My friend's like, well, it's such a small amount, it doesn't matter. And I was like, well, why, why put, it, put it in there in the first place then? If it's such a small amount of soy, why put it in, in there? The only time I want soy is when I have Chinese food. If I want protein, I'll eat something that has protein, some steak. So even though if they put these little bit of chemicals in vape, it's still, it's still not a good thing. But I, I don't think um, anybody found any particular chemical besides diacetyl that made people sick. Um, last month or two months ago, there was a lot of people getting sick. They were vaping some kind of THC stuff. There might have been a small fraction of them that didn't say that they smoked THC. But as, as far as we know, that's, that's, that's what they got sick from. Um, so, so everybody was panicking that people were getting sick and they didn't want their kids to get sick on top of it because they were vaping. So Trump was like, well, everybody calm down. We'll just ban every, all the flavors and just have tobacco flavor was um, the only one that's, that, that, will, that, that will be out there um, for purchase. And this way, kids wouldn't want to smoke tobacco flavor because tobacco flavor is not as fun as uh, cherry, cherry cream pie or banana split vape. So Trump's like, let's ban all the, the fun ones, the fun uh, flavors. And now just, I guess last Friday, if I'm not mistaken, it was the um, when they were talking, Trump and sat down with a lot of people to discuss it. And he's like, you know what? Let's just raise the smoking age of 21. Let people smoke cigarettes if they want to. They know the dangers of it. If you don't wear your seatbelt, you're going to get in trouble. If you go to countries where there's a bunch of terrorism, things happen. You can Google it and find out. If you do drugs, heavy drugs, it'll be bad for you. Don't do it. If you try to pet an alligator, you might get bitten. Stay away from the alligators in Florida. You know cigarettes cause tar and build, tar build up in your lungs. And there's tons of chemicals in the cigarettes as well. So vape doesn't give you tar. Some of the, uh, vape some of the vape juices have chemicals in them. Some do not, like blacknote.com. I'm not, I'm, I'm not being promoted by um, blacknote.com. I'm just giving you all some information so you know. But there's, like, like I said, there's some of them that you don't know what's in there, and then there's some, some that you don't. Some that, some that you don't know what's in there, and some that you do. So Trump says, we'll not let you know what we decide on. So I guess they didn't decide on anything yet, but that's the breakdown.
And of course, there's going to be a bunch of outrage out there. Anytime I see somebody smoking cigars or cigarettes in the street, I throw, I throw uh, milkshakes at them. I'm like, darn it, don't you know? That's a terrible thing you're doing there. No, I don't do that. Long ago, I smoked cigarettes, and I had secondhand smoke from my cigarettes. We sat in little cars, and all of us smoked cigarettes together, and bars. So we all smoked cigarettes and smoked our secondhand smoke from each other's cigarettes. Some of us went to vape. Some of them went to pot. So, tar. Okay, here's part of the news where I read, or part of the podcast where I read a lot of different news articles, um, headlines. And just skim through them and then you can look them up if you want to. Okay, American Couples on People Magazine here. It says, American Couples says they're being held hostage in a Mexican hospital over a $14,000 medical bill. I thought that people said that the United States was like the worst country to go to as far as medical goes. As far as the cost and the treatment and all that. But here in Mexico, they're holding them hostage. It doesn't make sense. Okay, so it says here, Stephen Johnson, 31 years old, and fiancé Tori Austin were two days into their prior uh, to their trip on a... Carnival Dream cruise ship when Johnson fell ill and was diagnosed aboard with um, pancreatitis and diabetes, CBS affiliate WGACL reported. At the behest of Carnival, Johnson sought treatment and was hospitalized in the Mexican town of Progreso, where he spent three days in intensive care. Good America. Your Good Morning America reported. Look at all these reports from all these different people. Okay, lots of different perspectives. Or it's all one big perspective. Bunch of different people on the same side. Once he was on the mend, however, he was hit with a $14,000 bill that the couple is unable to pay as they do not have health for travelers insurance. Health for travelers insurance. I just read an article earlier today about people sending their children in the, uh, from Mexico or from, yeah, I guess from the Mexican border over to the United States. But they come from any other country that's on that side of saying um, they don't want to be in their country because it's like suicide. It's so bad over there, the, the cartel and the people. And we want to bring some of the cartel with us, you know. Well, some of the leftists say, there's crime wherever you go, so just stay there. And then what's the, um, the mayor of London? He says, well, if you live in this kind of town, expect that. That's just what happens. What's the big deal? I mean, you're going to go from Mexico to America? Look at all the shootings that go on in Chicago. Just stay where you're at. Isn't that what they say? Okay, as far as the hospitals go. Okay, Austin said she offered $7,000 up front and asked... Wait, 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 the traveler's insurance. The plan is to pay the bill. It's not to skip out on the bill, Austin told GMA. They saved his life. His life is more than $14,000. Austin said she offered $7,000 up front and asked if they could work out a payment plan for when they come than when they were back in the U.S., but that, but that her request was denied, and she and Johnson were barred from leaving the hospital. You can't leave. What are we supposed to eat? Forget about it. There's a vending machine. I didn't say that, but... We tried to leave Tuesday, but we were physically assaulted by the administrative staff, she alleged. They physically were pushing on him. Stay in here, motherfucker. Austin also claimed that hospital staffers locked the windows to further prevent them leaving and threatened to call the police should they make a break for it. It's been a nightmare. We just want to come home, she told the people. $14,000 in a matter of hours. I don't know what... Who has that type of money? 
How about we work it off? I cook in the kitchen for a couple of days. I thought I thought uh I thought medical was easier in, in, in Mexico. Obviously not, huh? A US Department of State official confirmed to people on Friday that the US citizen was being treated at a Progreso hospital and the consular office visited the citizen in the hospital on Thursday. The official said the department was monitoring the situation closely. Austin, meanwhile, shared an emotional video to Facebook on Wednesday telling her followers that she and Johnson were coming home and that someone had to offer to pay their entire bill. Check that out. Thank you for whoever gave the money. Johnson could be heard yelling in the background of the video. Austin later wrote on Facebook Friday morning that she and Johnson were still waiting in Mexico. Carnival confer- confirmed to People in it to People magazine in a statement that a guest of the guest on the Carnival Dream had suffered a medical emergency and was required to seek medical treatment from Agresso. We are not in a position to comment on a personal matters related to his health or financial arrangements regarding his treatment, but our care team is providing support. She the statement said. Austin, however, praised the company in a Facebook post and wrote that their support had been great throughout the ordeal, though she did not go into specifics. The hospital did not immediately respond to People's Magazine request for comment. So I guess in that case, if you go on travel, bring some Advil. Make sure you don't get sick. I know it's a new trend out there for everybody to, like, travel as much as they could. It's always better on the other side of the street, right? The grass is always greener over there. Get out. Check it out. The time you spend traveling is a time you could spend doing nothing else or something else. But anyways, don't get sick because, or at least around Mexico, because as far as this article goes, they didn't have a good time. Okay, I'm going to look at one more article here. I see NPR covers this. Breitbart does too. But here it says, Harvard and Yale students disrupt football game for fossil fuel protest. The Harvard, uh, Harvard-Yale football game was delayed Saturday afternoon after students' protests from both universities staged a sit-in. The protest was over fossil fuel divestment, something students from both schools have been asking their administration to do for several years. Protesters were eventually removed from the field by police. Everybody's protesting. That's so great. I'll get you all together on Twitter and Facebook, let you all know when to come. Now I'll show you some propaganda videos on, on top of it, too, to encourage you. Didn't, uh, I think I've seen a Coldplay did, did some kind of concert like in the Middle East. I think Jor- Jordan I seen on YouTube the other day. It's kind of a cool video. I'm not really a big fan of Coldplay, but it was a cool video. I mean, they're good musically. I just went and sit around listening to them because I don't feel any kind of, I don't see any kind of uh, spark in their music that, that gets my interest. Some of it's all right, but a lot of times it's just like, ah, it would be fine. It would be cool music to listen to when I'm shopping, like at Jewel or like Walmart in the background. It's kind of cool. Or even clothes shopping. But, okay. Anyways, that's it for the news. That's it for today. Oh, I think I think, I think it was Coldplay wanted to do some kind of um, environmental thing. I think it was Coldplay that did that, right? I know I've seen them in a Jordanian video. They, they played in Jordan, like, uh, last week or something like that. But I think they, they were holding out the rest of the tour because of environmental things. If I'm not mistaken. All right. Anyways, that's all.